Warning! The following program contains an open, honest, frank, and sometimes explicit discussion of sex. Listener discretion is advised. Midwest Menage a Trois. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, whatever the hell time you're listening to us. Welcome to Midwest Menage a Trois. I am JD, here with my smoking hot wife, Carmen, and tonight... We are extremely pleased to welcome a couple of friends into the studio. Lance and Laura are joining us, and in this uh, show, we talk a little bit of politics, we talk a little bit of religion, and of course, we talk a whole lot of Midwest sex. Guys, we hope you enjoy this edition of Midwest Menage a Trois. Without further ado, here they are. All right, we are very, 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 very pleased to welcome into the studio now a couple of special guests. Guys, thank you for joining us. We've got Lance and Laura here. Yay! 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 They're back! <laughs> the instigators, we'll call them, right? They got labeled That's that at the uh, last one. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> they were the instigators that became very quiet. They wow. wanted to do this. They had so many questions for us, and then they just didn't ask any questions. A good That's instigator sweet. just starts it. Oh. Let's, let's it go from there. You just light the fire and then stand back. When you stir the pot of shit, do you prefer to go left or right? <laughs> Use somebody else's stick. It, it depends. <laughs> Uh, to give you guys a little background, we first met these guys at uh, the house party, the the Swinger house party that we broadcast live from, and uh, we got to talk to them quite a bit. We actually talked to them probably more off the air than we did on the air at that party, and then um, we've since hung out with you guys quite a few times uh, at different events and such, and then, like Carmen said, Lance came up with the idea to do the Ask Us Anything show, and, and we did that with those guys, and, and now we actually get to sit down with you in the studio and get to the the true grit They're of this. Ask us anything now? I think. Yeah, that's right. We're turning the tables. That's our whole <laughs> point. <laughs> but you guys, really during well. this conversation, you guys can ask us any any questions you have too. Yeah, we don't care. We don't care. Whatever you want. We're an open book. Pretty much. <laughs> we host a radio show where we talk about everything, so <laughs> we're pretty open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the one thing I, I guess I want to start with with you guys is. Um, uh, first of all, Lance and I were talking earlier. You're a uh, a bourbon connoisseur. Uh, I or like to drink it. I'm not getting quite there. A connoisseur yet. Getting there, right? <laughs> I'm enjoy. I enjoy drinking it and learning about it. Uh, you guys just got back from a road trip and uh, spent some time down in bourbon country. How was that? Did you uh, partake in quite a bit down there? Not as much as I wanted to, but I didn't have <laughs> enough time. Yeah, it wasn't long enough. It was a whirlwind tour. Yeah. Did you uh, end up bringing some home? I hope. Uh, no, actually. Really? No, oh, my goodness. Really? We didn't. You didn't find enough that you really had to have? Well, we only we only went to two distilleries while we were down there. And it wasn't uh, anything you just had to have? Uh, nothing that I couldn't get here, I guess. Oh. Oh, gotcha. So, yeah. So why drive? And it wasn't cheaper I down there? I don't know if I wanted to drive that far, knowing it's in the back of the car. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'd want to get out and drink it. <laughs> I got you. I got you. But a successful trip nonetheless. You guys yeah. had a good time down there. It was there. fun. We decided to go about 2 o'clock on Friday and just take off and By go. By 2 o'clock in the two morning, we were there. Saturday morning, we were in a hotel in Louisville. Oh, my gosh. Those are some of the best trips ever, though. Yeah, we love just hopping in the car and going and see where the hell life takes you. Before GPS, we just get in the car and go, we're going to get lost. And we did. You remember that one time in Missouri where we... <laughs> 
we're down those country roads and I started to hear the theme from Deliverance playing. Yes, <laughs> yes, and we didn't have GPS or anything, and we're like, where the hell like, are you want to stop and ask these guys? No, I don't want to stop. <laughs> you got a pretty nice voice there, pretty mouth there, pretty boy. Mouth, yeah. yeah, it was a little uh, scary. It was scary. <laughs> Thankfully, it was still daylight, though. But it's a good memory, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So when we get to the lifestyle talk now, you guys, uh, last time we talked to you, um, I, I, and, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but when you got together, Lance, you had previous experience in the lifestyle. You were you knew how everything worked, but Laura was kind of the newbie. Yeah, I was, I mean, you know, my ex-husband and I kind of played around a little bit, but nothing official. Okay. So I was experienced that way but I didn't know anybody who was technically in the lifestyle. So you just had friends that would come over once in a while and you just mess around? The random drunk hookup. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That kind of and stuff. I don't remember. On a, I, I apologize. I don't remember. How were you, Lance, affiliated with the lifestyle previously? Were you in it with your ex-spouse? My ex-wife and I were. We dabbled in it a little bit. Um we separated. I didn't want to give it up. I, so you were the single so I male. So I was a yeah, the single male that nobody liked. Oh my gosh! So tell me about being. I feel so sorry for single males. Tell me a little bit about being a single male in the lifestyle. What was it like? It was tough. It really was. I'm. I don't want to say it was hard or anything because I didn't go into anything with any expectations because I knew the position I was in. Um, but I got my foot in with a few people. My question uh, is, how did you differentiate yourself? Because <laughs> Laura thought that was, did you really get your foot into people? <laughs> I read your mind because I was thinking the same thing. I told you this was going fast. <laughs> now, I wanted to know how you differentiated yourself because we've, we've got messages. And Carmen always says she feels sorry for the single males. We've got people that send us messages and say, don't feel sorry for the single males because most of them are douchebags. <laughs> and I, I'm sorry, but they've said that. So, I, you know, we've heard they can't carry on a conversation. They're just in it for the sex. They're, you know. Ugh, me man, you suck dick. <laughs> there you go. So... Obviously, knowing you, we know you're not that guy. So how did you set yourself apart from I guess, that? <laughs> I guess part of um, nerves might have had a little bit to do with it because I wasn't, hadn't been in it very long, wasn't in the lifestyle very long when I became a single male. So I'm not real outgoing. So I, I never really approached people. Um, on the websites, I never would email people. Mm -hmm. um, I did get a few people couples um email me and i and i did meet a couple couples that way mm -hmm. and that helped me get my foot in the door a little bit and, and starting to meet people and and um kind of the word that maybe i'm not that <laughs> the that the douchey <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was hard um there was a group that they had meet and greets up um towards madison um, they no longer do the gr the mm -hmm. meet and greets or anything, but I got my got in there where they knew me and and I was invited to their meet and greets as a single male. So okay, because a lot of a lot of places they don't allow single males. Period. I did run into that. There there was a lot of places that didn't. Right. Um, I think there's probably more now than there was 
ten, eight years ago. Really? Okay. So it's more of a trend you're, you're I think seeing? it's starting to be, it's getting bigger and bigger. More people are finding out about it. More people are getting into it. So you're getting more single people in it. Sure. So I think they have to kind of curb it a little bit by not allowing. Right. Yeah, I, I really always feel very sorry for, because the single female is always that coveted, everybody wants that single female at their party, but then males kind of get the shaft. Literally. Can you, can you uh, have the change shaft. that a little bit? <laughs> okay, they get poo-pooed. <laughs> oh, well, technically, if you, I mean, that's how I actually got into it, is I was dating a single guy who I didn't know was in the lifestyle originally. I didn't. Oh. Um, he was also like kind of seeing another girl who lived not too far from me, and that evolved into this. He's like, hey, you know what? I know this girl who doesn't live very far from you. And then that, he started asking me about being bi, and that's when it all came out. Okay. So, so then, do you, do you identify as bi? Yeah. Okay. And you two met in the lifestyle-ish? Ish, yeah. <laughs> we <laughs> technically met, I guess, outside of the lifestyle, but within a few weeks discovered that we were both in it. She must have did a background check or something. <laughs> I don't know how she figured it out, but I got a message Google. one day saying, I know something about you. And ruh -roh. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I'm like, oh, well, so much for this relationship. <laughs> and then I get a, a screenshot, or, or she sent me a message with my single male uh, screen name. Oh. And were you on um, that so particular how, uh, website at that point? I was going to say, how, mm -hmm. how long was that? Be between the I know something about you and the screenshot of your screen name? Probably minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because that would drive me nuts. If she were to say to me when we first started dating, I know something about you, my mind would start going, oh, fuck, which one does she know? <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have called her back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was it actually a Facebook thing that started everything? You sent me a friend request on Facebook. Correct. And that's... So we came across and kind of started chatting that way, and then we would run into each other in other places. Okay. And then that ultimately we found each other on SLS, and I'm like, <laughs> whoops. All right, this is like <laughs> some kind of weird cosmic thing. Right. <laughs> and it come down to, well, if she's there, I'm not, I wasn't worried about what her thoughts about me being there because she was on there too. So Right. Well, you bring up a good point, though, and we were talking a little bit off the air earlier about this. Um, we're here in the middle of the Midwest, and, and unfortunately, a lot of conservative area here. Um, but you were talking about you guys recently put some stickers on your cars. <laughs> uh, for people that don't know, the pineapple is a... Basically, it's getting more and more popular, but it's a recognized single symbol of being a swinger if you have pineapple attire pineapple <laughs> stickers pineapple flags they're showing up everywhere all of a sudden um and you guys put a couple on the cars <laughs> and yeah. you and you were actually questioned about it at work uh yes i was questioned at work um startled me one day <laughs> uh, minding my own business uh, and somebody walked up behind me and just flat out said are you a swinger <laughs> <laughs> really threw me off guard. I didn't know how to answer it. Um, I played it off, obviously. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was uh, shocking <laughs> to have somebody. <laughs> first of all, for somebody to have enough balls to come up and just throw it out there. Right. Yeah. And then uh, for it to happen where it did. 
Well, and we we were talking too. Uh, there's been a few other instances where people have mentioned things or mm-hmm. little little comments here and there. I mean, does that really? At that point, does it kind of freak you out because we are here in the middle of conservative Midwest and and we've all got jobs and we've all got uh, other associations that we really don't probably want people to know what's going on. I mean, there's there's very few people that know we do this show. If this got out to people I work with, <laughs> my right. parents, <laughs> you know, right. we're in we're in the Midwest, so people talk, unfortunately. So, I mean, how have you handled all that stuff with people making those comments and such? I don't, I'm at a point in my life where I don't care. If you know, fine. If you and you know, ask me, I'll tell you. I don't care. So it doesn't bother me at all. I'm actually glad that people are now starting to recognize and mm-hmm. come out and actually try to be honest with themselves. Yeah. Versus hiding and wishing and being stuck in right. cheating relationships. And I think that's really one of the things that surprised me is, of all the people we've interviewed, there seems to be more people that are actually out and and open with it than there are that that try to hide it as much um and that really shocked me i guess i'm surprised at that uh, being in the the red state here that we are but i think you know the people that we have have talked to that are out it depends on their careers so it depends on what they do. Are you in a position or a company that would frown upon it? Like in my position, it could jeopardize my job. In, or it could change my authoritative figure, how people see right. me. Um, whereas, you know, some of the other people that we look at, they're self-employed or... Um, they're just a number. Right. You know, and Lance, <laughs> for you, I don't know, because you're at a very small company. But in, like in you a higher said up before, position, yeah. In a higher up position. But like you said before, you're kind of like, eh, maybe is the owner. <laughs> don't know. You know. You don't know. It could, you don't know. It could be the mayor. It could be the police chief. It could it be, could be anybody. Um, and, and trust me, I mean, ever since we've learned more and more about this, even before that, We've always had our suspicions about neighbors, about people, yeah, people you know through work. Um, Carmen was just telling me about uh, one of her workers has a pineapple around the desk somewhere. You you don't want to ask the question, but yeah, you her, never know. her screen, her the wallpaper on her computer screens is pineapple, and I'm like, eh, I really want to ask the question, but I really can't. <laughs> But I'm sure we all know that person who might maybe just like pineapples. And you know that <laughs> that's all be. it is. Could yeah. Be. Could be. You hope that that's all it is. But then she was telling me that she went and got a facial and this woman does amazing Brazilians. And <laughs> well, so I'm like, oh, maybe. well, maybe, <laughs> you know. Right. Or maybe she just likes to keep her hoo-ha clean for her, hu- for her boyfriend. I don't know. <laughs> And because of the position I'm in, I can't ask the question. We are going to uh, take that as a uh, note. Step aside, take a break. We will be right back. You're listening to Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois. Midwest Menage a Trois is always looking for new partnerships. If you have a product or service that you think our listeners would enjoy, email us at midwestthreesome at gmail.com. That's Midwest, the number three, some at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you and possibly help each other out. Email us today. 
Welcome back to Midwest Menage a Trois. During the break, tank, things took a turn for the worse. <laughs> Dancing Dick has uh, inspired, I guess I would a little say. instigator. Oh, I missed this. I was going potty. What happened? Oh, Dick was dancing, and uh, Laura said she wanted to see Lance move like that. So he did, and then he said he was going to get a cowboy hat for you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> don't ever yeah. do that. Don't. You don't want a little cowboy hat on him? <laughs> no. <A little> sombrero. Amazon. Is a fedora? Would, would a fedora be okay? I don't know. Maybe. Where do you draw the line? I don't really have any lines. <laughs> I'm not sure. Cowboy but hat, do you apparently. want to put a face on it like Dick has? <laughs> No, because then that makes it a person. <laughs> Too personal, though. <Yeah. laughs> but then you can just act like you're kissing him. <laughs> no, it's kind of like the, the, the you know, anonymity, the, that word. Uh, the face, yeah, um, faceless shush. shush. <laughs> then you're just going to want to sit down there and hold a conversation with Shut him. And, pet him. and pet him. <laughs> and kiss him and hug him and call him George. <laughs> Well, I don't think she'd mind if she kissed him. <laughs> I don't know where that one's been. <laughs> right there. Pretty much on the table, yeah. Well. He decided that the emotion was pretty lackluster. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, when we saw it on on the online, they had a video, and it was like, woo, and like really whipping around, and then we got it, and I went, and yeah. probably connected to a car battery. Mm, probably probably oh, was. 220. I think we can do that. Oh. Want to try it? Yeah. <laughs> Not now. Later. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. And, you know, we might have a, a blown up dancing dick. <laughs> <laughs> if dancing dick gets some, like, smoke spots coming out, then <laughs> we know what happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, we are back live in the studio. We're back in the saloon tonight and loving it. And Lance and Laura are here with us. Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, did you make it up to the... Were you at the MSV party up there a couple weeks ago? No, that was when they were in Louisville. Oh, there. okay. That was that weekend. Yeah, right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah, we don't have... Uh, we'll, we'll get some reports on that from people that were there. Yeah. Sounded like it was a good time. Sad we missed it. They so. usually are a good time. Yeah. That, that's a good group of people. Have you been up to one of their parties before? We've been to a couple of them, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Jesse and Jody, they seem like they do a nice job and, and really plan things out. They like to... Uh, Very detail-oriented. Yes. <laughs> they, they take care of things. <laughs> that I would agree with. That's Absolutely. what we heard. Yep. Um, one of the things I, I did want to mention about you guys is, um, you know, obviously you you do the lifestyle events, you do you do a lot in the lifestyle, but at the same time, you also do take off on those little day trips and and go out and have fun with each other. And Lance, you've said it a couple of times tonight. Um, <laughs> it cracks me up, but you you say I feel so trapped by all this happiness. <laughs> That's a new thing that I just discovered last night. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's good to be me. But I was going to say, but it is true. You guys are are truly happy together. It's obvious that you love each other, and in you're just having fun with each other and in this lifestyle together, and that's kind of what it's all about. In and out of the lifestyle, we have a lot of fun together. Yeah, absolutely. So I do have a question for Laura. 
Uh-oh. 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 No, it's nothing bad. So you have mentioned before that you are Wiccan. Yeah. How does that play out with the lifestyle? How does that affect... Because, like, a lot of times um, Christianity, Catholic, they're sex is bad, sex is this, sex is that. You know, it's all about the man. How does being a Wiccan... (laughs) (laughs) Carmen said it's all about the man, and Lance and I are like, where's the problem? (laughs) Right? Fuck the man. (laughs) That's Yeah, that's the general idea. It is. (laughs) So how, how does that intertwine with being in the lifestyle? Well, it... It's hard for me to answer that because there's so many versions of Wiccan and paganism and everything. So I can't give you a a specific answer. But how for you? To me, it doesn't really affect anything because I don't really associate necessarily sexuality with a religion. You know, it is what it is. Now, yes, there are a lot of rituals and stuff that you can do Mm -hmm. that are sex it all depends on what you believe and where you want to go with it and how you want to practice it it's it's so much of a personal thing that it there's no right or wrong to it which is one thing i really really like about paganism and wiccan and all that in general so when people hear wiccan um just to set the record straight, I mean, you're not going to go out at midnight and dance naked on my lawn. She might. I might do it that. Depends on how much of that she has. Depends on how much I drink. But that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> right. You're not doing, like, human animal sacrifice. That's not oh, what being Wiccan pagan is. No. No. I love the animals. Humans, not so people, much. People, yeah. She's not right a person, maybe, but... There's a lot of people I'd like to sacrifice. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're in agreement. <laughs> but it's not that. It, but being being in the... I, I see being pagan and Wiccan as more free. So, like, with the other religions, the human body is, you put it aside. It's, you know, it's, it's for your husband and, it's, and him only. Exactly. Yeah. Where being... Being Wiccan, being pagan, they see nothing wrong with being skyclad or being a sexual being. It's part mm-hmm. of the religion. Yeah, well, it all depends on which way you take with it. I mean, everybody has their slightly different beliefs, but that's the beauty of paganism in general. You take it however you want to go. You just, if you want to find other people who have similar beliefs, you do. If not, you become solitary and you do whatever you want. That's. What's great about it? Did you grow up in a pagan religion? No. Actually, several... I had two uncles, I believe, who were both pastors. Okay. Um, So I've had... I mean, a lot of my family is religious. My mom was never so much. She kind of was never sure which way to go. She just let my sister and I become what we wanted to become. Ah, so very much like what I've done with my kids. Yep. My sister has leaned a little bit more toward traditional churchiness where i've gone off the other path with everything so it's yeah it's just it makes more sense to me than traditional christianity or any other okay so you don't find that it's it has any bearing on your your sexuality at all 
No, I, I, to me, the two are, are separate things. I could okay. combine them if I wanted to, but at the core, they're separate things. Okay. And some people, they do intertwine the two mm-hmm. and some don't. So it's great to have views from everyone. I would think that, um, and maybe I'm, I'm wrong here, but I, I'm guessing religion for you is a kind of a fun topic to discuss. And the only reason I say that is because the last party we had here with the Ask Us Anything, a discussion about the Bible somehow came up. And I I remember Lance saying, oh, she's going to get into this. Watch this. (laughs) And and sure enough, there you went. (laughs) So, I mean, it's... I don't particularly believe in the Bible Mm -hmm. because to me, I have a very science mind. So to me, it's like, okay, well, how do you know that some lunatic didn't just write this book and it become, it, it just became, okay, this is the way things are. I, I agree totally with that. My, my problem with it is it was written so far after the fact. Yes. By many different men. And we were talking about this And on it the was way. written by man. <laughs> well, and the other thing I always think about is you guys have seen like David Blaine or Chris Angel, the big magicians. Mm-hmm. What if a guy like that existed back in zero BC, would he not be worshipped as a god? Yeah, I think he would be, because <laughs> they weren't real brilliant back then. Well, they just had never seen it, and there's no internet, there's no TV, there's no there's no yeah. form of communication. Yeah. So, if he just showed up somewhere doing those tricks, yeah, rule the world. It's a mystery. I would think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. So, yeah, that was just one of the questions that. I've always wanted to know. Well, uh, you have a you have a fascination with Wiccan and I and really do paganism. because I struggle with religion in general, in traditional religion in general, and I've always just been one to do unto others as you have mm-hmm. done to you. Yep, that's my philosophy. Um, so I don't go to church because church's social hour and it's not necessarily about hearing what needs to be heard for most for most it's you know it's a place to go every sunday well my problem is is how can they say love everybody and be kind and blah 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 but okay you have to don't be in this group and don't do this and don't do that and don't do that because those are bad yeah but you're supposed to love everybody and be kind and blah 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 right yeah. But God, you know, if if you have a different outlook than I do, then you're condemned. You're going to hell. I struggle with that. Right. How do you think the different religions? Um, do they have people in the lifestyle who with different religions? Do you think they have more self conflict with oh. what they're doing? Oh, absolutely. Well, I think that others, depending on the religion, absolutely. And I'll be honest, I struggled with it. In the beginning, when we first started talking about years and years ago, and we started getting uh, looking at the lifestyle and everything like that, and you guys have all heard our story, but when we first started, I struggled with it because I grew up Pentecostal, which is like Grandpa. Grandpa was the deacon. Yeah, yes. you were you were ingrained in it. I was very <laughs> ingrained, and so I struggled with it. I really did. And thinking, I'm burning in hell. <laughs> I'm burning. 
At you least know, you're going to have some good company, baby. <laughs> right. But then I started to evolve, I guess. Do you think that persuaded you at all or, or helped persuade you? Or is it a rebellion thing? Or That that I'm looking, that we are where we're at with my rebellion against my religion? Yeah. No, because for many years, and... I'm sorry if this offends anybody. I don't intend it to. I don't believe in the Bible. I struggle with it because it was written by a man. It was written by men. And what would men have ulterior motives? Not like <laughs> men as a species. Them pigs. <laughs> Bastards. <Right. laughs> Not men as a species, but humans all throughout history have ulterior motives and so many things that are in the Bible are derived from the pagan religion. Very much so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... The holidays especially. (laughs) Exactly. So it all comes back to I started questioning things and started really thinking about things. Um, And it just... I don't think... I don't think it was a rebellion because it was it was just an internal struggle that I had for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really a little bit longer than five minutes, but it was an internal struggle. Yeah. My, my issue has always been, I'm not going to name, I'm going to name names, what the hell. There is a religion out there that requires you to donate 10% of your income to the church and they actually ask for your tax returns. That to me is fucking ridiculous. I'm sorry. Yeah. I- I'm sorry. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. And to me, you know, when... By the way, they're some of the biggest boozers I've ever met. So. Yeah. <laughs> and when, when, I ha- when I had kids... I didn't want my kids to be baptized. I didn't want them to be ingrained in a religion. I tried to teach them to be good people and to be kind-hearted and to have an open mind and to make that decision for themselves, very much like Mm -hmm. what your mom did for you. And when you're old enough to make that decision, make that decision. And... My daughter, she tends to lean more towards paganism and and Wiccan. Um, and I really haven't had the discussion with the boy child. <laughs> He's just kind of like, go with the flow. <laughs> he leans toward redneck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he leans towards redneck. Is that a religion? But regardless, it regardless it of which... It is a religion. <laughs> <laughs> regardless of which way they go, though, they're still going to be your children. Yeah, and, absolutely. Exactly. Know. I'm the same way. I, I want you do what you can to build the foundation, give them the information they need, and yep, it's up to them. And and just as long as they're good people, I don't care. If one of my kids came to me today and said, Mom, I'm gay, and I'm like, yeah, what do you want for dinner? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I I really... it. My, my daughter more so than my son, because men are assholes, but... <laughs> That's just me saying. What? <laughs> My daughter said I'm gay. I'm like, all right, good. Stay away from men. They're assholes. <laughs> She's married. My son. Yeah. yeah. 
all right, you got to deal with assholes then. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but if one of them came to us and wanted to talk to us about the swinging lifestyle, we'd have an open conversation with them about it. Sure. And, you know, I don't know. The girl knows what we do. She knows about the show. She knows about the show. The boy, not so much, which has been really weird because he's living here. Part-time. Part-time. <laughs> it's weird. See? Does he, so, n- does he not know or he does, does he not just know. not want to bring it up? He does not know. I don't think he knows. I really don't think he does. He works a lot. <laughs> so yeah. when he's here, we see him for about an hour and then he goes to bed. So Yeah. He's like, he goes back to the bedroom and lays down at like 7.15. We're like... Good night. See ya. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Because that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> are you my son's kindred spirit? <laughs> you better hope not. <laughs> no, he likes bush. Yeah, he's, he drinks bush. <laughs> and not whiskey or bourbon. No, we're not related at nah. all. Nope. Well, I don't know. What were you like when you were younger? Before your taste evolved. Evolved. <laughs> it's a work in progress. It's still evolving. Man. You never know. I might turn back to beer someday. Maybe. <laughs> so, do you guys... I know, like... Lori, you're very quiet. <laughs> you guys were just saying how much I was talking earlier. I know, but like when we get into a large group of people, you tend to be more quiet. Mm-hmm. So how I'm is silently making fun of people? <laughs> how is that for you at like hotel takeovers and and that kind of thing? It depends on the group I'm with. If I'm with a group of people that I'm comfortable with, then you never know what's going to come out of my mouth, and sometimes it's safer to stay away. <laughs> but if I'm in a group of strange people, then I tend to be a little bit more quiet and just take everything in, and then I strike eventually. But Okay, so typically when you guys go to a hotel party, you end up playing in some way, shape, or form. Not always. Not always. Uh, with, oursel- or with ourselves. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> if it's really a bad day, yeah, Depends so with ourselves. Who passes but... out first. <laughs> <laughs> Amongst ourselves? With each other? With each other. There you go. <laughs> um, very standoffish sometimes when she's in a, um, around people she doesn't know. And Quiet. how about you? I'm very shy. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I, I enjoy meeting new people. I, I'm, I'll walk up to anybody and talk to them. Yeah. I'm not good at small talk. So trying to actually make conversation with somebody I don't know is very difficult for me. Because for the most part, that. I don't care. Sometimes it's easier <laughs> to talk to somebody you don't know, I think. Yeah, so for you, it's all about finding that common ground. Yeah, I mean, okay, it's obvious what the weather's doing outside. Everybody knows, you know, you had a shitty day, you were at work. It's the same for everybody. So for the most part, I don't care about that. But what else do you start talking about without, like, instantly Uh, offending somebody or whatever? Right. So I'd rather sit back and wait to find something to talk about. Or another thing I know that she doesn't like is... If somebody's too aggressive. So when you guys are at some of these different events, there are people that are push, push, push. Let's go now. Let's go now. Let's go now. You run into that time yeah. and time again. I don't like them. How do you handle it? I don't it? blame you. <laughs> huh? How do you handle it? I will just shut up. I shut down. Do you? 
and, pr- and it's probably more because I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> and if you push me too hard, I will fight back. And it's so if somebody thing. you're <laughs> really not interested in is like, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it, let's go. I could potentially just snap at them because just don't push me like that. I try very, very hard to just walk away from the situation, but I'm not always good mm-hmm. at that either. Sure. We're all in it for fun, but you know, let's not force ourselves on anybody. If somebody's not into you, move on. Right? That becomes like creepy. Yeah. Yeah, we've heard that and rule. I, don't be creepy. Don't be creepy. <laughs> <laughs> try being a single guy. <laughs> don't be creepy. Yeah. You are creepy. <laughs> but I'm not single anymore, so I can be. <laughs> no, oh, is no. that the rule? No. Awesome. <laughs> you still can't be creepy. So what's next on the docket for you guys? Are you are you campers? Do you go to the campgrounds in the summer? Or no, they're coming to coming to boat with us. Well, <laughs> we know they're going to come out on the boat and hang. I don't know. We're working on planning our next... Our er- next little short trip. Little adventure. Yeah, yeah where's that going to take you to? We don't know yet. We're, we're thinking. We're leaning maybe towards Sault Ste. Marie. Go we'll see how... Canada, anyway. What that has to offer. Maybe. Wow. Going to go north this time. So when you guys do, uh, when you guys do travel, because you like to travel, do you guys do like the hot date kind of things ever? We have, but not typically. Usually, usually when we get in the car to go somewhere, it's because we need time together. Yep. Okay, and, and it's a last minute thing, and we don't know where we're going to end up, so we can't plan. Oh sure, it, it, there's nothing. Many times we just got in the car and drove. Drove and, roll the dice and get to an intersection. Roll the dice. If it's an odd number, we turn left. If it's an even number, we turn right. <laughs> Wherever we end up, we end up. We did do one day. We ended up. We went on a road trip and we ended up in Quad Cities at a meet and greet. Oh, um, no. but we didn't. Twelve plan hours to it. It get a, there. It took us twelve hours. <laughs> Two hours. Hell of a long yeah. road no. there. <laughs> but uh, and but it was just all spontaneous stuff. So, yeah. so it was, sometimes it's hard to do. Yeah. That. Well, we've come back from camping. It's taken two days. That yeah, that mo- that would be kind of a struggle because when we get into a car, as much as JD talks on the radio, he does not say a word when we're driving, and I have to drag a conversation out of him. I like to drive. <laughs> when he drives, he does not say a word, and it makes me crazy. <laughs> I I love you, but it makes me crazy. I'm like, are you okay? (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Just driving. (laughs) Well, I don't know. But when you're, like, with a person so long, you kind of run out of topics to talk about once in a while. Yeah, we just celebrated 14 years. That's a long time to put up with my shit. Right? (laughs) I only have 36 more. So it took you 14 years to learn to just keep your mouth shut. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah, you only have 36 more years with me. I know. I only signed up for 50. (laughs) 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 That was the contract. Right? Don't begin. (laughs) Yep, every year. 36 more to go. That's what he says. (laughs) (laughs) Counting down. First year anniversary. 49 to go. (laughs) <laughs> no, not counting the minutes or anything, are we? <laughs> I'll be I'll be well into my 80s by then. I'm sure I can pick up some young piece of ass after you. <laughs> yeah, okay. 
You better hope she's willing to change your he diaper. Might yeah. Stunt dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Stunt dick. Yeah, but chances are she won't have teeth. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See? You got to stay with me because I'll be gumming it. I read articles about uh, how nursing homes are just hotbeds of sex. Wasn't there one of like, that nursing home that was like a fuck fest or whatever? <laughs> what the hell was that article you read? I don't remember. You didn't save the name? <laughs> no, it was something about, I don't know, it was one of those Facebook articles. So it was something about it a was nursing not Facebook. It has to be true. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. But it was like a nursing home that it was like a swingers for nursing sex, home or something. sexually free people. Ah. Well, that's kind of what I Elderly said. people. Where do we sign up? I'll I'm be there. I'll yet. be there in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be like, um, yeah. So I'm 45, but can you change my diaper, anyways? <laughs> yeah. While you're there, <laughs> finger my butthole. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> All right. So where then. are you guys at in your endeavor in your uh, progression? Really, how's it, I how's think it coming along. I, I was going to say, I think you're up to speed because the uh, the last time we really even talked about much was at the uh, the Ask Us Anything special. So that's kind of where we're, we're at. We're just like Carmen came out and said she wants to kiss a girl. We're just we're here. <laughs> <laughs> we're just here. Just Haven't hanging out, another enjoying drink? it. <laughs> tink tink. <laughs> <laughs> now we're just kind of seeing where it goes. Um, you know, we're where we're at. I I don't want to push. Right. I don't want to be pushed, and you've been very respectful in not pushing me. And it's just, it kind of seems like every event that we go to, I get a little more comfortable. I was just going to say, from when we first met you, you, you both... <laughs> Oh my he, gosh, he was fine. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he was fine. You, you seem to be getting more and more comfortable. Yeah, I was like a deer in a freaking headlights because the first time that we went, that we did the the take or I'm sorry, the house party, that was my very first thing. No, yeah. Halloween was before that, wasn't it? No, I'm I trying to remember the whole timeline now. The house party, the house was, first. party was first. Because that's when we first met. No, you. no, no. The house party was in December because it uh, was with uh, Rose's birthday. I remember that now because she always said, I, I get to celebrate my birthday with a house party. And it was like the first week in December. Okay. Well, either way, at the at the Halloween party, I really didn't see a whole lot of nudity. At the house party, it was like... <laughs> All gloves were off, and it was completely different, and I was like a deer in the headlights. Right. So I think with every uh, event and everything that we've started going through, I've relaxed a little bit more each time. But is it more with the idea or because you're getting more comfortable with seeing the same familiar faces all the time? Yes. (laughs) I would say it's probably both, yeah. No, yeah. that makes sense. I get it. Yeah. Well, that's so, that's that's part of it. I mean, we've made some really awesome friends through this whole mm-hmm. endeavor. So, yeah, that does not hurt one bit. That that they're good people. You know, right. that's you you guys are awesome people. It's we haven't met the douchebags. <laughs> uh, no, I can say I met the douchebag. Oh, at the uh, New Year's. Party? At the New Year's, <laughs> yeah, the guy kept did. pulling my shirt down, yeah. and I wanted to throat punch him. 
Um, it he was drunk, and to JD and another guy had to step in and mm-hmm. and back him down. He was it was inappropriate, but I haven't really had any experience other than that. Yeah, just that one. Just that one. But I think it's just as things are are progressing, I'm feeling more and more comfortable and more so with myself, too. Yeah, absolutely. You've been going to the gym and you feel a lot better about yourself these days. Yeah. Which sucks because I thought you looked phenomenal before, but But, you you don't believe me. I know. But (laughs) as a woman, when you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, then you don't feel comfortable around other people. Right. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. Now for the last topic we're going to talk to these guys about tonight. It's the most important by far because today Carmen made me 20 gallons of beer. <laughs> I did. And Lance wanted to learn how to do it. So they came over a little early and, and got the tutorial from the Queen Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> they they didn't get to see the whole process because they we went saw the and had mess that it makes. Yeah, <laughs> it does make a mess. I cleaned up quickly, but they came in a little. They went and actually sampled finished beer, <laughs> like smart people would. So they didn't get to see the whole process. No, but got to see a good portion of it. And and the reason, Lance, you wanted to see it because you're talking about you want to start distilling. I, w- I want to start making my own. Yeah. I don't know if we can talk about that. Is that legal? It's legal. <laughs> Who knows? Depends on where you're at. Yeah, I suppose. It's legal in Illinois. But the one thing I liked about what you were saying is that, that you don't want to just make moonshine. You want to actually make bourbon. I want to I play with it. Yeah. I want to have different flavors. Because there's a lot of guys out there making the white lightning and the, the moonshine. I, and you take I don't it, like the taste of it. Your hair one. falls out and, yeah, <laughs> you lose sight in one eye for a minute. I like, you know. have, I like to have the flavor, not just the effect. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I hope you I hope you go down that road. and. Well, I, I, I had actually never seen the process of even beer being made other than brewery dis- tours. But uh, I think this is going to light a fire here, and I think I'm going to get started. Well, if you if you do start distilling, let me know, because I would be very interested in lending a hand. I see that process as well. Yeah, it's, a li- yeah. it's a little different, obviously. Yeah. So. Well, I, I do know some people who do it, so I, I do have resources that I can go to awesome. yeah. that are, that are going to help. Yep. So. And I think some of the, the processes cross over. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. You know, some of the processes and then well, like... it's all made with grain and water and... Right. And then <laughs> it's the, the final... And you still have to have that, those yeasties. <laughs> the little Our yeasties. little friends. <laughs> we love the yeasties. Um, be prepared, though, when you do start. I don't know about distilling, but my office is going to smell like a giant fart for the next week. <laughs> yeah, it does stink. As it ferments. <laughs> oh, my God. Does As it, it starts, it say does. It. I know you got something coming. And I'm glad I work nights. <laughs> That's what I'd say. <laughs> it does. It smells like a giant part. The first, it was like the se- first or second batch I brewed. And he's like, I come home from work and he's wandering around the house. And I'm like, 
what are you doing? He's like, I swear the dog shit somewhere and I can't find it. I thought for sure that dog took a shit. And I'm like, it's the beer. <laughs> really? I'm going to drink that? What the fuck? <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to uh, the taste test. Yes, we will do yeah, a keg tapping that. party yeah. in a couple weeks. <laughs> Ten days to two weeks. <laughs> Sometimes three, depending. Maybe longer if it didn't turn out. See where it goes. Yeah. At least one of the four flavors will have come out. <laughs> I hope so. At least <laughs> one of the four. So we'll do a keg tapping party and have everybody out and drink some beer. Definitely. Lance and Laura, thank you guys so much for coming in tonight. We really appreciate you being here. It's been awesome talking to you. Well, thanks for having us again. Definitely. And uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll be back uh, instigating some more. <laughs> Never. You're listening to Midwest <laughs> Menage <a> Trois. <laughs> <laughs> the instigators are leaving the building, guys. We'll be back. Yeah, totally lost my fucking train of thought <laughs> you there. Did. No, we're leaving the building. No, they're not. <laughs> they're leaving this part. They're going to the bar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where we're all going. We're going to the bar. See you next time. (laughs) Bye.